When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, beautiful human. Thanks for tapping on our conversation with Olivia O'Brien. We have a lot to go over. Logan Paul, Coachella, music. She just went through a breakup and the wound is fresh. So, strap on in and get ready for a great hang. And please, share this podcast with those you care about. Hit subscribe, hit like, and enjoy. Olivia O'Brien, here we go. Hello, beautiful human. We welcome to the brand new studio for the first time ever, our dear friend, a Coachella performer, an icon, Olivia O'Brien. You easily had one of the most viral sets of the weekend, weekend number one. Okay, I don't know if it was most viral. Probably most viral at 245. (laughs) 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 I mean, let's make something clear though. It was packed. Yeah, I I always get nervous at festivals because I think no one's gonna show up, but they always do, so good i mean that is real though like like, because the truth is just because people are there doesn't mean they need to go to you because if anything it's hard to get people's attention because you're competing with other people at that same exact time and also i've never been to the i've never been to coachella at 245 i've never gone that early (laughs) so i was like really surprised that people showed up for me so it was nice who had the idea to bring logan up and i mean do you always in your set with jocelyn uh, yeah, I pretty much always end it with Jocelyn just because it's like the one people want to hear and it's the most hype. I mean, like it's I used to end it with Hate You, Love You and mm. then like Jocelyn kind of became my more popular. Like it's it's more fun to end on Jocelyn versus yes. ending on like a sad note. Um, basically, I was in Florida and um, me and my boyfriend had just broken up and I was like talking to Logan and I was like, are you going to Coachella? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, would you want to come out on stage? And he, it was his idea to do the sign, I think. Um, and then we were like brainstorming other things we could do. I like sent it to Max and I was like, what should we do? And then we just, I th- figured the sign was probably the easiest and funniest. Like I didn't want to do anything too crazy and like weird. So yeah. And then I didn't think he was going to do it. I kept texting him beforehand because I get really bad anxiety. And I was like, are you sure you're going to want to do it? Like it's super early. Like I totally get it. If like you don't want to come out on stage, like whatever, like just let me know because we'll, we'll figure it out. And he kept just saying, yeah. Yeah, like no, for, and I was like so mad at him. I got off stage and I was like, dude, I literally didn't think you were gonna do it. And Max had to coordinate with him and everything because I just didn't want to deal with it. And he was like, yeah, I was trying to, I was doing that on purpose. Like I wanted to like make you a little anxious. Like, what? Thank you. Thank you so much. Do you want total comfort or do you want a little bit of nervous before you hit a stage like that? I think. I mean, people always say that if you're a little bit nervous, it helps you sometimes because the nerves kind of push you and it kind of turns into adrenaline. Mm. Um, The one thing I will say that sucks about getting so nervous as I do is that I don't eat because I I can't eat. Like it's so hard for me to eat before a show because I am so nervous. I feel it in my stomach. I get it. I was trying to eat. I was having like a smoothie. And also I I like to like have a couple drinks before I go on stage. If I'm, especially if I'm really nervous, which I know it's not like a, a medicine or a cure for anxiety, but you know, it helps a little bit sometimes. And then I had a couple shots and then I didn't eat. And then I got off stage and I was still so like hyped up on the adrenaline that I just like didn't eat anything all day and it, it made my next day so awful. It was so bad. Um, what is in your cup on stage? Oh, <laughs> well, I had, I had a little bit of a sore throat and I wasn't feeling um, too hot. I was really nervous all weekend. That's kind of why I didn't go to the festival at all the first two days. Um, I didn't party, I didn't literally do anything. I just sat in my hotel room. Um, so I made 
my tour manager has a special tea. Uh, it's like some Chinese herbal tea that's supposed to be really, really good for your throat. So I put tea and tequila. <laughs> Together? Yeah. <laughs> it was really gross. <laughs> kind of good. So are you only talking to Logan after your, you and your boyfriend break up? I mean, what, what do you mean? Like, was I talking to him while I was with my boyfriend? No, I mean, is he a, was he a friend or does the conversation only spark up with him? Because you mentioned that you, you talked to him after your boyfriend, you and your well, boyfriend I, broke up. Well, I think it would have been disrespectful if I invited Logan on stage at Coachella if I had, mm. a, if I was in a relationship. That's just why I said that. Cause I like, get it. I don't, I wouldn't want to, you know, if I, if, if the roles were reversed, I wouldn't want to see that, you know? And, um, yeah, but I mean, me and Logan have, we've always been friends and that, chill. So of I've, course. I've talked to him like just friendly wise while I had my, I was in a relationship and everything too, but I wouldn't have asked him to come out on stage with me. Respect. And my ex-boyfriend was in the crowd. And was <laughs> so but I told him beforehand, I was like, just so you know, like, I don't know if you'll want to see this, but cause he was like so adamant about coming to the set. And I was like, okay, you can come to the set. I just, I don't want to see you. And I want you to know that I, that Logan's coming out at the end and like, you might not want to see that. So you leave for Jocelyn. But respect <laughs> and transparency. Did you see him in the crowd though? I did not see him in the crowd. I did see him later when I was running around and I literally saw him made eye contact and it just ran away. I was with my friend, Mac. He's like six, eight or something. And I literally was like, Mac, we need to run. We need to run. And I ran away. <laughs> we went and I was like, I can't be here. I just saw so many people within like the VIP section. It always freaks me out <sighs> because there's so many people that I know and kind of know and just don't really want to see or don't care to see. I just don't. I feel like I know so many people, but I don't necessarily want to be like tight and be friends with so many people, but I also don't want to be mean and like not talk to them. So then there's just all these people mm -hmm. here that I don't really want to talk to, but I feel kind of obligated to. So I just ran away and I laid down on the grass and I was laying down on the grass in like barely any clothes. And then I was like, oh shit, I'm allergic to grass. I'm pretty sure it was really itchy. And yeah. See, this is why I say that Coachella is slightly like an LA hell. It is LA, but hotter. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on, you have to like, yeah, I think I'm just going to start ignoring people because I think I'd have a lot more fun if I just like pretended they weren't there. Yes. Sometimes I do that. I literally just pretend I don't see people because I don't want to talk to them. I think that's okay. Yeah. And maybe it's wrong of me to support something like that, but I, you know, I health mean, is wealth. Yeah, I don't think it's wrong. You mentioned on Seja, I Hate You, I Love You is a mall song. Yeah, I love that. Such a mall song. Someone commented that on my TikTok. I'm pretty sure, and because I, I always say it's an elevator song, but I realized after I saw someone commented, I was like, "Dude, it's totally such a mall song." Yeah, like you faintly hear it in the background, like walking around like a half-empty, weird mall. But isn't that like a huge honor? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it's just a mall song. I mean, it'll be a mall song forever, though. It's like one of those songs that, like, when you, when you own a storefront, it's like play this playlist. It's just universal that people like and know over the last ten years. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't like it. But <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so, well, I've heard, I, it it's made it on, true. what was it, like Time Magazine or something? I think it was Time. Made like a top 10 worst songs of 2016. <laughs> it was like number four, I'm pretty sure. Something like, that. <laughs> um, like people have criticized it so much. Like, it's so like sing-songy and simple and just like doesn't do it. Like they're not doing anything. I was 15 years old. What am I, what do you expect me to do? Also, I wrote the chords and I, let me tell you, I do not know how to play piano. So <laughs> it's not my fault. It's not my fault that you people decided that this song is going to fucking become what it was. You made it the mall song. I made it the mall song. I was, yeah. Well, you have created anthems since that song. And that's what I realized by watching your, your set truly like it's very empowering. And you also talk about being super average, but like, doesn't that come through in your songs in the best way possible? What do you mean? <laughs> like, because you're average, but you're not, I mean, you're, you're gorgeous, <laughs> you but like you're normal. <laughs> you're, you're capturing moments that are very relatable and understandable to everybody and turning that into to stories and songs that like match uh, very much the average mood. Yeah. Does I that mean, make sense? Yeah. I think I'm just like a really normal person. And I, I think everyone experiences the same emotions, no matter who you are, what you do. And I started writing music when I was just like in high school or I mean way before then, but like, you know, doing it professionally when I was like high school age, I was just, I don't know. Like I was saying to you before, like 
my friends all told me how weird it was to see the Olivia that they like know and hang out with up on stage at Coachella and performing. And then as soon as I get off stage, I'm just Olivia again. But when I was up there, like it was like, that's not you. <laughs> like It's not even real because they don't ever see that side of me. And that's only a side that I put on when I'm performing. I'm not like always like that. And I think a lot of people that know me really personally don't expect that from me. They don't expect me to have that side until they come to a show and they're always really surprised. But is performance you different than the person and the you that like sits down to write a song? No, I, I mean, I think I'm the same person. It's just a different, it's just such a different side of me that people don't, it's like, I guess, unexpected in a way to people that really know me. But it, it, so how would you describe the version of you on stage? I definitely try to be more confident. Um, you kind of have to be, otherwise you'll look like an idiot up there. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. I'm, I also looked really fucking tall at Coachella. My dancers are kind of short. Um, and not only that, I was wearing like giant, giant platforms and I'm already pretty, a pretty tall person. I'm like five, nine, a little over five, nine. So I was like just huge up there. Um, I, I don't know. I, I also like get full glam and like styling, which I never really do. I'm always like pretty casual. Um, it's just like an elevated, more pop star version of myself, I guess. It, it, it's cool. I, again, like I've never seen like a full set and your dancers are amazing. They're so good. And your band is great. It's awesome. You know what song came on my playlist today was Tequila Wine. Oh my God. I love that song, but I sound like such a baby in it. <laughs> it's so weird listening back to things I made in like 2017. And I, it reminds me of when I listened to like old Justin Bieber albums and he sounds like a literal infant. And at the time I was so obsessed with him when I was like 12 or whatever. And I'm sure he listens back to songs he made when he was like prepubescent and it's like, oh my God, I sound like a child. That's how I feel about all of my old songs. I sound like such a baby. <laughs> Do any of your songs, like when you sing them, like when you wrote them and created them, they had one meaning and they meant something to your life then. But when you sing them today, they take totally different meaning or apply to something else that you're going through? Definitely. Um... I mean, that happens all the time where I'll be singing something and like someone else will pop into my mind because a lot of these songs I wrote so many years ago and they don't, I don't care about, not that I don't care, but I don't think about the people I wrote them about because it's, they're not, they haven't been a part of my life for so long. Mm -hmm. So I'll be, I find myself like singing something and applying it to new situations in my life. Um, yeah, that happens all the time. It's pretty cool. That's art. Yeah. What are you thinking over there, Daniel? I've never seen Dan be this quiet. I think he's really scared of me right now. I just don't know like what <laughs> I can to tread lightly. say today. So, you know. Wait, I'm confused. Why are you afraid? I'm not. Because I'm emotional. Yes. I don't want to <laughs> say the wrong thing. You really, but are you thinking the wrong thing? No. No. no I'm not thinking anything. I'm just, you know, I'm just. <laughs> no. You know, I just don't know, you know. Anyway, um, <sighs> back in March, March 10th, you tweeted, I hate to admit it because... I hate to admit it, but I find absolutely zero joy in creating music at this point in my life. <laughs> Max is laughing. Do we still feel that way and why? I mean, I haven't written a song in the studio in a while. Um, last time I went in to the studio, I think, when even was that? It was with this producer I work with all the time, Y2K. And we were, I wrote one song on the first day, it was a two day thing. And then the second day I just ended up working on a song that I made before cause I just could not write. And I just was like, it, every time I go into a session and I can't write something, it discourages me so much. I just don't want to do it anymore. And that's like, I talked with my friend Drew about this all the time because we go through the same stuff. He's a songwriter and we write together all the time. And as someone who's very hard on themselves, it really sucks to go in and be supposed to, you're supposed to be doing your job. I'm supposed to be writing a song. And when I can't do that, I feel like, useless and then it makes me not want to do it again and then I just get the less I do it the less I want to do it because I'm now out of practice and now I hate it and now I'm thinking negatively about it and it just like makes me upset genius doesn't knock every day I think it's really hard to come to terms with that and that's what's hard about being in like a creative I think any creative field because you can't force yourself to be creative on a certain day, right? Like I'll have sessions set up for a certain day and time, but I don't know if I'm going to feel creative that day. I don't know how, I don't know what kind of mood I'm going to be in. And, and 
because it's so reliant on how I'm feeling and I write about how I'm feeling. If I'm not feeling a certain way, I'm not going to write a song at all, let alone a good song. Like I don't, I'm not, I'm not gonna write anything. Do you feel obligated to, if you go to a session, come out with a song? Yeah, because I don't want to waste people's time. Like they're taking hours out of their day to sit in a studio with me. Mm-hmm. And then it, it's even more pressure because I'm like, oh God, like I'm, I don't like anything I'm doing. This is bad. And it just, you, you get really in your head about it. But maybe you're just going to get to know them and they're getting to know you. And if it's not that session, it'll be the next. Yeah, but. You Buy them dinner. Yeah. I don't know. And usually people don't really care. Like they'll just be like, whatever, but I care. And it makes me feel bad, you know? No, I understand that. <laughs> when when did you <laughs> You're truly one of my favorite people. Thank you. How are you doing? How are you doing today? Really bad. <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. I want to know about bitches these days. I also want to ask <laughs> I have questions as to why you're bad. Just like post Coachella depression. You should see my group chat right now. No one's okay. We literally were all texting like I'm really really sad right now like I'm I have really bad anxiety I have this I have that like all our entire group chat is just like us complaining about how we feel so does that make you excited for weekend too no (laughs) I'm excited for weekend too just because like I think it's less pressure now that I kind of got the first one out of the way um I'm hopefully I don't know there's also no like parties it's not as like celebrity it's not as singy yeah it's all about so the music, I man. I think it'll be more chill. Um, I'll probably only drink so I don't have any serotonin depletion later. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, actually, I probably still, it's probably still going to make me sad afterwards, but not as sad as like. As shroomies. Yeah. Well, no, shrooms actually don't make me sad. What? It's everything else. Am <laughs> <laughs> I allowed to talk about this? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, like, just like, you know, like little Molly. (laughs) (laughs) Sick. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Some of my friends like did it, like did something at least one every single day. I'm like, I don't know how you guys are alive. Like they would be, they would sleep for like two hours, wake up and like have to sit in a glam chair and like (laughs) do it all over again. I'm like, you people are insane. And I kept telling them, I was like, I they kept sending me videos because obviously I wasn't there the first few days they kept sending me videos of them like partying and they look like they were having so much fun and my friends and I go crazy like we're really embarrassing when we really want to be (laughs) when we really want to party we're like so embarrassing I love it it's so fun but like we can be really crazy I was like you guys need to chill If if you don't make it to my set on Sunday like if you guys are dead those bitches rallied somehow. I don't know how. Like, I was getting texts like, dude, I'm like throwing up in the shower right now. Like, two hours before I was supposed to go on. And I was like, there is no way they're making it. And somehow they did. And I was uh, so proud of them. <laughs> but now they're all dead. Real so friends. <laughs> Will they come back for weekend too? Some of them are. I think uh, Stoss and Drew are for sure coming. Carter might come. Kelsey might come. We'll see. And then my like high school best friend Ariel is coming. Oh my God, I forget you're friends with Carter. Yeah, th- I, I told them I was coming and Carter was like, I love Zachy. And then like, while we were talking about you posted a photo of you guys. I was like, <laughs> glad I reminded you of Zach so you could post your photo. <laughs> thank you so much for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Free clout for you. Yeah, thank you so much. You know, I ended up in one, one of Carter's TikToks and I really do feel like it changed my whole digital fame. His TikToks are so funny. He's They're ridiculous. So, he's, every time we go out, He's always making a TikTok and we all have to be in it. Every single he, person. He rallies people. It's like he, he's wrangling people. It's it's a production. He's also, uh, Carter is literally friends with everyone. It's insane. He's yeah. always friends with the most random people and not just like acquaintances. He's like best <laughs> friends. Like he's like really, really close friends with like Charlie D'Amelio randomly. Like every time I look, we're at like an event, I look over and he's like texting her and he's like, I'm like, how are you guys? I didn't even, you're so close with, with every random person. Like, Ever. He's the best. Ever. I share a lot of memories oh with him. God. I share a lot of Palm Springs memories with him. He's a good one. He's amazing. Yeah. Everyone loves him so much that everyone wants to be his best friend. We love you, Carter. He has the most random friendships in the entire world. I love it, though. It is It is something else. Mm-hmm. He's going to watch this. Yeah, Post probably. it on your TikTok so we know it's real. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can use the cloud coin. Thank you so much. Carter is like one of those people that secretly has the most clout. Like, 
Mm. No, like even if he's not, he doesn't have the most followers, not like the most famous, but he like, because he knows everyone, he's, he's the most like clouded person I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my God. His head is he's really- also, he's also like, uh, actually he's like the head of A&R at Capitol. Well, or like the VP of AR or something crazy. Yeah. I'm like, you have like a real job and you're somehow also like making TikToks every night. <laughs> like he is just so busy. It's all, it's inspirational. I texted him the other day. I was like, Carter, it's so it's inspirational <laughs> that you like are like a business executive person and like you have a real office job and then you also like do this shit. <laughs> you also influence on the side. You also influence. <laughs> what, what, what mind frame were you in for bitches these days um i wrote bitches these days when uh just you know bitches are being bitches i <laughs> there was it's it's about like three different people honestly like a bunch of things were happening within like a week span like three different girls did some really weird things mm. and really shady things and it's not like people i thought i was best friends with but I don't like to think I have beef with anyone and I'm never, I'm not like fake with people. Like if I am talking to them, I'm not like doing, I don't know. I think it was super weird. Like this one girl was going to dinner with one of my friends. She was like, I don't want to get too specific cause I don't want like yeah. her to even know. But um, one of my friends who doesn't live here, she was visiting the city that he lives in and he was like, oh, I'm going to dinner with this person. Like, should I tell her you said hi? And I was like, yeah, sure. Person that I like, you know, party with every once in a while. Like, no, we follow each other on Instagram, reply to each other's stories. Like, not my super close friend, but like someone I'm chill with, I have no problem with whatsoever. And and she was like, oh, um, what? Like, she said, she said, hello, that's so weird. Like, she thought I was like trying to like get under her skin or like be fake or something. I'm like, literally my friend just asked me if he should say hi from me, like, what, how was it was so weird and then she was like talking shit about me to him and oh. um he didn't tell me like specific details because he didn't want to like you know start any beef or drama but he was just like yeah that was weird like i don't that was really weird like do you guys have beef or something i was like no look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It was so weird. Or no beef that you knew of. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I just It's so weird that someone would think that I was like re going out of my way to like be shady. Like I would never do that to anyone i just have no like there's no i have no desire to do that just seems like stupid <laughs> sorry um and then like something else happened or a girl liked like a mean comment about me but she apologized she sent me like a really long apology um <laughs> why'd she like it then she said she was like drunk and mm. she like was upset about something and the whole thing and i you know i i forgive her and like I'm, I'm and i'm still chill with all these people like i don't like whatever talk shit about me i don't care i just thought it was so <laughs> weird i'm like what is wrong with you people like i don't have any problems with any of you there was another situation too like some girl was saying some other shit about like my relationship and I was just so tired of it. I was like, I don't understand any of these people or why they talk about me in my life when they act like they're friends with me. And like, do they think I'm acting like I'm friends with them too? Cause I don't care enough to act. Like, why are we, why are we acting? Is this, this is not a movie. Well, do they not think that it's going to get back to you or do they want it to get back to you? I literally have no idea. I don't, I just don't get it. Ugh. Are Are the lyrics in this true when you said, um, held your hair when you were throwing up and stayed with you outside the club when you were when you were doing bumps inside um it's like like i said it's about like three different people uh like that's what inspired it but like i'm kind of just bringing stories in of like things i've done for like girls that i'm not necessarily mm -hmm. super close with but oh. like i party with and like that that's just kind of i just wanted it to kind of represent that like archetype of that girl of like just the girl i am not best friends with but i'm I thought I was super chill with, I would help her out if she yeah. needed it, be a nice person, but you know. But that is, I mean, that's a terrible feeling to find out that somebody that you've had no problem with has a problem with you. And like, they're out there talking shit. 
But also, like, at the end of the day, if you're talking shit about me to, like, someone who's my friend, you're not, like, they're not doing anything. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're probably talking shit about me to other people, too, but who cares? Like, whatever. <laughs> if people heard shit about me, like, if they want to talk to me and hang out with me, they'll see that that's not true. So, like, if someone's saying that I'm, like, mean or weird or whatever and they hang out with me themselves, they can decide that for themselves. There's been lots of people that have talked shit about other people to me, and then I met the person they were talking shit about, and I was like, this is absolutely not true. This person's cool. And, so. and by the way, that's you know proves a point that, like, seriously, do not judge based on other people's words. Judge based on your own experiences. Yeah. I mean, I think also, like, sometimes take things with a grain of salt, like, still kind of keep it in the back of your mind, because sometimes mm. it might be true, but a lot of times it's not. It's not. Yeah. And... and you know, it's so weird. I've met people that have heard my ears are always ringing. I'm sure people are out there talking shit right now. You know, it's just the way it As works. We speak, they're talking shit. Yeah, my ears are always itchy. Like I, I'm like obsessed. People are talking about you. That's what I've heard. And my, like I'm obsessed with Q-tips. You know, I'm always like using Q-tips. I, I, my ears are always itchy because I have allergies. Nah, dude, it's because people are talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> It has Great. nothing to do with your allergies. Welcome to the club. Okay, cool. Well, I really think like the adage is that people are talking about you. I'm just assuming it's shit. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> shit. It's okay. Can, can I ask, when, when did you and your boyfriend break up in relation to your performance this weekend? Like a week before? A like, week. Yeah, a week before. Mm -hmm. Nice. Slay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> also after my set, I kept running around with, uh, like, I kept saying pussy slay to everyone. And I don't know why. I just kept saying that. <laughs> and Carter was like, Olivia, like, you're acting like you're a gay man right now. <laughs> okay. I don't know what to say. I just kept yelling pussy slay to everyone. And I don't know. I don't know. What does that mean something? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't look it up. Yeah, Google that, please. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, at the end of your set, you did, you had something in your hand and you were going to, one, you simulated sex a few times on stage. Oh, people always roast me. There's this one video of me dancing when I was like performing to, uh, like performing Jocelyn on tour. Mm. Someone in my, at one of my New York shows, right up front, there's no barricade. So it's like literally basically like a crotch shot. And I like do like, do like a fucking stupid hip yeah, press yeah, thing. Yeah. And it's like supposed to be funny. And all the comments are like, she thinks she's doing something with this choreo. I'm like, this is not choreo. I'm literally just miming the words to the song. Like it's like funny. I'm just like fucking Jocelyn. Like it's not. A serious thing people are like wow she looks so weird up there I'm like first of all this is a crotch shot second of all it's not supposed to be serious or hot or sexy i'm not like trying to like what do about a cool hip movement to look like i can ride dick well like <laughs> fuck. like i'm just i'm just being a dumbass on stage as i always am it's so annoying so i tried to like tone it down now because that video like scarred me <gasps> um so yeah i was just like i just i do it a little less now <laughs> What about the, the deep throating of the microphone? It was, okay, that is not deep throating. Okay, okay, it didn't okay. go into my you're mouth, right, you're Zach. Right, you're right. <laughs> what is the deep throat of the microphone? I go, baby head <laughs> with the mic. Yeah, yeah. It's miming. I, that's what it's I miming, do. miming, yes. I'm miming my words. I'm like using, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking with my hands. That's the thing people do. Anyway. Yeah, with the hand motions, people might not know what head is. Yeah. If I, if I wasn't doing this, People they like, wouldn't get it. What's so. happening? What is she talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. By the way, puss, pussy, slay, pussy means slay means when you are killing it, being excellent at being you and a woman. Awesome. So Yeah, pussy slay. It fits. Oh my God. When I was on shrooms, I was at, I went to like the Revolve Festival after my set and I saw this guy that was on his Simon, his name is Simon Rex, I think, right? Ooh. And he was on um, What I Like About You, which I recently rewatched. And I he was walking up the stairs while I was walking to the bathroom. And I saw him and I was like, you were on that show. You were on that show that I like, that show that I like, what I like about you. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you, you watched that show? I was like, yeah, I did. I started walking away. He's like, what's your name? I was like, Olivia, I just performed. And then I walked away and yelled, pussy slay. And he was trying to talk to me and I, was just, I just ran away. And Stoss was like, you are insane right now. I'm living through you, but you're insane. I just, after, uh, like, I just had like one of the biggest performances of my life to date. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm gonna, woo! 
have the best time of my life, woo. And I was being crazy. I was calling her security guard, Dwayne, because he looked like The Rock, but his name was Will. And she was like, Sauce was so mad at me. She was like, stop calling him Dwayne. His name is Will. And I was like, no, but he looks like Dwayne right now. And then he wasn't mad though. He was really nice. And yeah, I was just being really crazy. Oh, I fell out of, I also fell out of Tyga's car. Whoa. Um, How'd you get all, in Tyga's car? Well, my, my, he's like really close friends with two of my best friends. Okay. So we were, I found them, like I was alone in my trailer for like two hours randomly. <laughs> and I was like crying. But I don't know why. Cause just cause like I didn't know how to find anyone. And I was like, Andrew, <laughs> I didn't know how to find anyone. And I was like, can you guys please come to my trailer? Like, I don't know what's happening. And that was like when... I think that when the weekend was on, so it's like so crowded out there that I just like was so, I just didn't want to go and I had to carry all my stuff. So I was so nervous. I didn't want to go out there. I made Kelsey come back to the artist section. I found her. I was running. I was running. We went and we like saw Tyga or whatever. And he was like about to go back. We were all going to the same place. We were going to the same after party um, at our friend's house. So we all just got in his, he had a big sprinter van. So we all got in the sprinter van and you know, we get there. It's like, I don't know, like 20 minute drive. I'm the first person to step out of the car. I fall directly. I was wearing giant platforms. I fall just straight on my knees. And then instead of like getting up, I just sat there. Like I like sometimes when I fall, I'll just, I'll just sit there and like <laughs> pretend like I meant to do it on purpose and just like try to be normal. <laughs> like while I, was sitting, I was sitting on the ground. I was just like, is, is that what gave you bruises? Yeah, I think so. I think it definitely what gave me the scrape that I have right here. Wow. Yeah, it was insane. And then, um, the rest of the night was a blur. And then my ex texted me and was like, why did you keep running away from me all night? I mean, and I was why, like, why would he ask that? I don't know. Why did you keep running away? Why, why did you want to be near him? I don't want to see, I don't want to see him. Know. Also, first of all, like. Maybe they miss each other. First of all, I'm like with someone else, like running around, like I'm like being crazy and like having time in my life with my yes. friends. And then like, also I don't want to like, I don't want to ruin my night by like, talk, like why would I want to talk to you? Like, I don't want to talk to you. I want to just have fun. I was like running around being crazy, being fun. Woo, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> apparently I saw him at the after party, but I don't remember seeing him at the after party. I saw him at the festival, but I, didn't, I don't remember running away from him at the party. I just probably couldn't see him because I was like. I, I just don't understand like why your ex would want to be around you. Like, I don't get it. I'm like, awesome. Yeah, yes, but like you're no longer in a relationship <laughs> with one another. Yeah. But then I, yeah. It's like yeah. space, bro. Yeah. But then I feel really bad because I sent him like really, really mean, like long text. Oh. Because he was like, why did you run away from me? And I was like, I'm sorry. I just like don't want to be around you. And he was like, I don't know what I did to deserve this treatment. I and I was like, um, like, do you want me to give you a list? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. So I made like a really, really long list, very deeply detailed. And this is like right when I woke up the next morning. Can we read it? It's, I'll show it to you afterwards. Okay. It's really fucking mean. I yeah, but honestly, his, maybe inspiration for a new, new song. I ripped his life to shreds. Sick. Like, like I mean, I, I, I don't think hmm? he has, I don't think he has the emotional capability to like be sad about it. So I, it's fine. <laughs> but, That's scary. Um, yeah, I, I was really mean and then I felt bad and I apologized and he didn't respond. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Good riddance. All my friends were like, that's really mean of you. Can I ask you broke up with who? Um, well, it's kind of complicated. I like tried to break up with him like 40 times, but then I would just like, like it was like, I'll get mad at him when I was drunk and I would be like, we're over and I'm never talking to you ever again. And then we would like get back together. We weren't really, really actually broken up. It was just like me being crazy. And then um, we were just fighting all the time. And he was just like, I just can't. I just can't do this anymore. Like we like are fighting every single day. And then I was like, okay, slay. <laughs> and then, but it wasn't like, we didn't like officially break up. And then I went to Florida for a college show and he, and he was like being weird over text. Cause I thought like, oh, maybe after Coachella we could, that was like what he said. He was like, oh, after Coachella, like we can talk and like, cause I know you're really stressed out. Like, I think we just like shouldn't talk for a little while. And then I texted him, I was like, is everything okay? And he was like, yeah, I just like, I don't know. I just really think we shouldn't talk. And I was, and he was like, I, I think like a break and a breakup are like the same thing. And I was like, okay, uh, that's fine. But I'm like, that's, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily want to like wait for you. That's weird to mm. me. Like, I'm not going to like be sitting around waiting for you to like decide after Coachella, if you want to like hang out and talk about this, like that's weird. So then I just told him like, I don't want to. I don't want to get back together with you after Coachella. Like, I don't want to, I think this should be a permanent thing. Like, I don't want to be with you. So, slay. <laughs> slay? Yeah. Well, that's great. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. I'm like, I think part of me just, I wanted to hold on to like the fact that I, like, I've never had a relationship that lasted longer than like six months. <laughs> and, and part of me, I, I, when I do like get into an actual serious relationship with someone, it always happens really, really fast. Like we'll be together every single day for like a month. And I, will only know like this idea of them that I created in my head and I won't know who they actually are as a person because you can't know someone that well when you've only known them for a little while. Um, you just can't. It's not possible. And I, I d definitely had an idea of who I thought he was. And, you know, you just find out that, that that's not who they are. Like it's people are people. You can't put someone on a pedestal and expect them to live up to it. Um, and you know, that's my fault, obviously, but I think I was holding on to the relationship because I didn't want to, um, I didn't want it to be like another failed relationship. I was like, Oh, well, if I just like let it go a little bit longer, like it'll fix itself. maybe it'll fix itself. Or maybe like I, it, it, I just wanted to like last a little bit longer just so that I can <laughs> hit that like mark of like, this was a real relationship. And like, I did it, which is so dumb. Like it's so dumb. And there's also the whole like pride thing of like, I don't want to be the person that like, because like, when I was saying I wanted to break up with him and I was like breaking up with him and whatever and t telling all my friends I wanted to break up with him, it was so whatever to me. But as soon as like he is like, yeah, we should break up, I was like so upset about it. It's that's a pride thing. It's not like nothing has changed. It's not based on anything but your pride. Yeah. And that's what like one of my friends was saying to me. He was like, Olivia, you have t texted in our group chat 40 times talking about how you are going to break up with him. And now that he did it, you're like so sad about it. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. You're right. It took me a couple of days to realize that, but then once I did, then it was fine. So for the better. Yeah. I does this make you not want to get into a relationship in the future? No, I think I just need to be more careful um, about who I get like really serious with. Um, just cause you know, like when you meet someone's family and like, I really loved his family. I think that was also really hard. Is like, I love his family. Um, and like his friends and like we would go out together and things like that. Um, but he just wasn't the right person for me. And I think I kind of always knew that and I just didn't want to believe it, <laughs> you know? I, I understand the idea of like building in your head, like an ideal version of somebody and then them Not falling short. That. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's no, no fault of his own. It's me. It's my thing. So. You just gotta meet people where they're at. Yeah, and I'm not ever gonna say that I'm perfect. I'm like not great at relationships at all. I know I was definitely mean to him. Yeah, but you keep learning. Yeah, I'm trying, and I know, and I I can admit what I did wrong. Like I I know what I did wrong, and that's sometimes all you can really do after the fact. Well, that's <laughs> like, it. I can't that, go back and change it. So. Th that understanding allows you to learn, but also maybe music will come out of it. Yeah, totally, totally, which is good because I, I wasn't writing and that also really sucked. And I think that was what was making me really sad in my relationship. Mm. And that happens every time I get into a relationship. Um, I I stop writing because I'm not like, I don't have anything to write about. Like, yeah, you're happy. I mean, it's it's not even like, I wasn't even necessarily like, I, I was really happy the, for the first like couple of months. And then it's not that I was necessarily happy. I was just like stagnant. Like I was just like bored. Like I was just sitting there. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm really young and I like to surround myself with people that like make me have a really fun time and inspire me. And if someone's not doing that, then they're not going to last long in my life. And that's just, that's just a fact that I've come to accept, especially after like, like I was saying, I was kind of holding on to it. It's like, I knew in the back of my head that if someone's not inspiring me in a certain way, if they're not a certain type of person, then they're not going to last long in my life right now, just because I'm going to drive myself into like depression about it. Um, so you need yeah. someone who's going to push you to be your best. Yeah. Just like out of comfort yeah. zones. Yeah. I realize that there's different types. I mean, I've kind of, I've also kind of had this idea for a while, but like there's always been two types of guys that I like. There's the guys that I never really actually fully date. And then the guys that um, I do date and the guys that I do date are really, really comfortable. It's a very comfortable love and it's very like, um, I don't necessarily want to say easy cause I don't think it's ever super easy, but it's just, 
safe. It just feels it's safe. It feels nice, but it it's not inspiring. Yeah, it's like, not like super awesome and fun and crazy. That's the other boring. the other kind is like just always insane, super intense emotions. Like and where where did Logan I, fall on that scale? What do you think? Crazy. Yeah, he's insane. <laughs> he's a batshit. Yeah, but inspiring. Yeah. Oh my god. Like that's why I wrote twenty songs about him and everything. Maybe you guys are soulmates. We're not soulmates. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you are. No. Um, <laughs> Positive? That would be really insane. Imagine your soulmate being Logan Paul. <laughs> Wait, that's so mean. Even he has a soulmate. I, no, I know, but it's just funny. Maybe his he knows, soul- he knows, like, he knows that I love him and it's not like, that. it's not like me being mean. It's just hilarious. Like, that being your soulmate is just crazy. <laughs> yeah, but... Is that what's holding you back from accepting the fact that he could be yours? No, what's he, okay, first of all, lives in Puerto Rico. <laughs> Second of all, crazy. Hot couple, though. Thank you that. so much. You guys look great together. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I like, I also, I'm trying to not like, you know, talk about him so much because I know people, like his fans are always like, she's obsessed with him, blah, blah, blah. I hope now people see like, we're super chill and tight. Like everything's good. Like, we are, it's not like I'm like saying all this stuff and I'm obsessed with him. Like we are, we have like a good relationship and friendship. So it's not like a one-sided weird thing. I think people think that because I, he doesn't like, I don't know. It's super weird. So I don't want to talk about it too much and have people comment and be like, she's so obsessed with him. No, you guys are friends. <laughs> it's, it's real. I really do think I can be friends with any person or like at least be chill with any person that I've like dated for the most part what after about this last guy? a certain amount of time. Yeah. I, t- I think I could see myself being friends with him in like, you know, a few months or at least be chill and like cordial right now. No, because I said something, <laughs> some really mean <laughs> stuff. Um, but, um, yeah, I think in time for sure. Time heals all wounds. Mm-hmm. And he's friends with all of his exes too, which, you know, like, I don't think he's like necessarily evil person or anything like that i just don't think we're right for each other and i think honestly it probably would have been better if we had just stayed friends um from the beginning and not ever dated oh you live and you learn yeah you get back out on that horse and Mm -hmm. pussy sleigh pussy sleigh pussy sleigh away yeah i don't know well uh what's going on with episode season two Mm, literally what's that (laughs) um i don't i don't think anything I don't know, man. I'm just putting, I'm like just putting out songs at this point. It's kind of what I talked with my label about. Just like if, if at some point we want to compile them together and say, guess what? That was episode season two. And we do that. Um, But I don't like, I don't want to worry about making a project right now when I just want to kind of put out what I have and just get it out there. How much do you have? So much. I mean, what I have versus what actually is good enough to come out is a different story. Uh-huh. Um, I'd say I probably have like nine or 10 songs that I like really love and think are really good. Probably like seven, like five to seven will actually come out. Um, I met with the, one of the new presidents cause there's two, but yeah. one of them does mainly like more of the hip hop side and the other one, um, does more of the pop stuff. So I met with him, um, I wore a full pantsuit and a, brought a briefcase <laughs> and a Bluetooth earpiece. Really? Yeah. You wore that to a meeting? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I thought I was like funny and I printed out a bunch of resumes, <laughs> but that they weren't like real resumes. They were like really stupid. And then I love a that. business plan that just said release a song <laughs> and what else? Like a calendar with like this. Yeah, that was. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, <Okay>. what? <laughs> I thought that was a Halloween costume. No, that was just something I wore. And I had a bottle of champagne in in the briefcase and I gave it to the valet guy because it was his birthday in a week. I didn't know that. I just was like, do you want this? I don't want it. And he was like, yeah, I'll I'll pop it for my birthday next week. I was like, that's so perfect. Here you go. What was the reaction to this when you walked in? They just, I I don't know. I, well, I was with, it was with my manager and then also, um, another guy that works at the label and like my manager rich also like knows how i am and he like knew that it was gonna happen so he just like kind of had no reaction he was just like yeah and then <laughs> the other guys were just like i don't know they like laughed they just uh, it was just I, weird and stupid <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. um i looked like a weird like waiter or something i don't know 
It was scary. <laughs> you, but it was fun. I like you know what? You have to dress the part. Okay. I don't know. What are you I, doing? Sorry, I, don't know. I thought it was going to something else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move, move this back over here. <sighs> yeah. Sweating. <laughs> That's amazing. That's really creative. That's the only way that I got myself to go. Because I was I was, you know, I've been feeling down about music for a long time now. I was, you know the tweet that dan brought up and everything so i was like complaining and being like i don't want to do it like i don't want to go to a meeting like i don't want to talk to anyone i don't i just want to quit whatever and then i came up with a plan to like dress up stupid and make resumes and like walk in and be funny and stupid and it like made me want to go to the meeting so that's why i did it because it was like i'm gonna i'm gonna do this and like do this for the bit and it's just like funny and that's the only reason I went. But like challenging in its own way, keeping it fresh, <laughs> pushing you out of your comfort zone. Um. Yeah. I mean, he did say it was the best artist meeting he's ever had. Like four seconds in, just because it was hilarious. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know if the end result was that it was the best artist meeting he's ever had, but it's definitely the most uh, <laughs> it's probably start- memorable. If it's a guy that I think you're talking about, he's had a lot of artist meetings. So sick. And you got what you wanted out of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you released a song. I released a song and hopefully more to come. I think we just decided recently what the next one is going to be. Um, because it has a feature on it and I've been like wanting it to come out for so long and it hasn't. And you know, there's another person involved. So like I have to account for that and like, I want them to like be happy with it and have it come out soon too. So I think that's, we decided on what the next one is, but I don't know if I can release that information whoa so how long was like did you have the song finished before you put somebody else on it yeah <laughs> yeah yes i just I, I don't know i just i hate like, like when really i say preliminary yeah talk. when i That's say okay. stuff and then also like if i say something and it doesn't happen then it's, and then they come at you so yeah it sucks even worse so no but, I, i'd rather you not yeah yeah you know it'd be fun why don't we save that and then um the two of them can come back okay you and the feature How will come back. How many times am I going to go on this show? Told, a lot. I told Zach, you will be number one by the end of this year. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm just like a regular. I'm a series regular. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> I mean, I'll take any excuse to talk. You know that. Know. So. <laughs> Thank you. So, but was this song done before you put this person on it? Yeah, I had my own version of it with just me, and then we wanted to get a feature on it. Um, and then I went back in the studio with this person. And Do you go out to numerous people, or do you just go out to this one? Did we go? Did we? we went out to a couple there was a few, but that person was it. yeah, it felt like the best fit, yeah. and I'm like friends with them, so I oh. made it. Tiger. Yeah, it was. Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. You felt comfortable enough to fall yeah. out of his car, fall <laughs> to the ground, and sit in front of it. He's honestly a really nice guy. Did anyone help you up? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Well. Fall down, you just got to get back up, you know? You got to pick yourself up. Nobody's going to do it for you. You may be bruised. It's a metaphor for life. What song that you've written and you still perform, like, today is connected to your life? Or do you, like, see your life in the most? Um, I mean, that's it depends on, like, what mood I'm in. Because if I'm, like, sometimes when I'm really happy, I'll listen to, like, one of my sad songs and be like, why was I so bothered? Like, why did I, how did I write this? This is so depressing and, like, sad. Um, and I like won't relate to it at all. But then when I'm sad, I'll listen to it and be like, yeah, she's right. <laughs> so I don't know. It just really depends on my mood. And when do you think you'll be writing about this breakup? Do you need to process it more? I don't think, I honestly don't think I need to process it. <laughs> how, how does it work usually? Well, I heard, I mean, I don't know exactly if this is scientifically accurate, but I heard that um, women process relationships like, right after they happen like you like go through the sadness immediately and a lot of times guys like will kind of just like go on with their lives and then it doesn't hit them until later um and I feel like that's really true for me at least I right when it happens I'm like I get really upset I go through like my five stages of grief or whatever (laughs) and like then I move on with my life you don't write about it like when do you start capturing it well writing about it also like I don't necessarily have to be still like upset about it to write about it because I'll write things down uh, um like while I'm sad like I have a bunch of stuff um that I wrote about it 
like I just opened my phone and this was it says Com- comfortable love is just never enough like I wrote that mm. on April 18th 2022 at 10 29 p.m. like I don't know I just write little things down and then I'll go into the studio and like flesh it out so I just kind of have to put myself back in the situation but I feel like I'm pretty good at like moving on from things um if I let myself feel them and like I've been feeling all the emotions for like a week and a half which does not sound like a long time at all but I don't know. Felt like a while. Well, when you really like let it engulf you, it is a long time. Yeah. And so that's interesting. You write down little notes and they trigger those emotions and bring you back. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Do you need to be in a studio in order to flush it out or will you do it on no, your own No, sometimes, sometimes I'll write a whole thing or sometimes I'll go in my little studio in my house. Um, but no, I, I'm sometimes I'll, a lot of times I'll write like poems, like full poems. But then I have to kind of, you know, move it around a little bit when I turn it into a song because it's not just going to fit perfectly. Sometimes you have to change some words and get the cadence right. Are you changing anything for this weekend at Coachella? Um, I don't think I'm going to have my PR stunt again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm wearing a different outfit. I don't know. I think we need to come up with something fun for me to do. Like ominously look into the camera and be like, you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Is that ominous enough? I don't know. No, the lip, the lip bite was. <laughs> Dude, you know what's so weird? I make such weird faces all the time, and I don't realize I do it. Like I do so many weird things with my mouth. Please look at this photo okay. that my friend Mac just sent me from after Coachella. Like, what the hell is this? Oh, pussy sleigh! Wow. What the hell is this? What's on your head? Um, prime and tequila. <laughs> but like, why? Do, why? Like, why am I doing this? And also. Kevin, why would you send this photo? Just delete it. Mm. <laughs> literally delete it. <laughs> I'm always making weird faces and it literally ruins my life. Also, the other one. What is this? Wow. You're How do people it. just like look normal all the time and just always like <laughs> candid photos of them look normal? It's fucked up, man. I'm so sorry. It's fucked up. What's up with you balancing things on your head? I don't know. I always do it. <laughs> I have a really flat head. <laughs> And pe- sometimes people challenge me and they'll be like, oh, I could do it too. And they'll do it. But then I'll start like walking around and shit. Wow. Like I have a really flat head. I do. <laughs> Should I say congratulations? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Like get it checked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could never be bald. Because like my head is weird as fuck. It just it's looks so, like a It's shaped so weird, dude. It's shaped so weird. Every time I like feel it. <laughs> Like I would not be able to pull off the bald look. Mm-mm. Uh, I kind of want to see. No, we can't. I will. <laughs> we can put a bald cap on me next time I go on. These sick. are things to have ready. <laughs> we should start doing like yeah. bits, like Keep actual bits. I like that idea. Um, bald Olivia's next. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess it's, I'll see how weird my head shape is. What are you thinking? I don't even know. What do you mean you don't know? You've been very quiet. I'm just kind of soaking it all in. Uh, well, now that I'm feeling a little bit better, if you have any hard-hitting questions you want to ask, I probably won't cry. <laughs> I don't think I have any hard-hitting okay. questions to ask. <laughs> Great. Oh, my God. What? No, I feel I, I feel bad that, like, uh, you're holding back tears. That's... No, it's fine. It's just so funny because I, I literally was, like, telling you that if I come, like, I was like... I don't necessarily want to talk about this right now, but if I come on, I'm going to talk about it because that's just what I do. I talk about things. I just let things come out of my mouth. I don't let them. They just do it themselves. So here I am talking about everything I said I wasn't going to talk about. <laughs> Thank does you for being honest. Does it feel good to talk about it? Yeah. Okay. It feels good to talk about it. Good. I feel, I always feel like I'm in therapy when I come here <laughs> in a good way. We appreciate that very much. And uh, I appreciate you being honest and sharing your truths always. And uh, boom. You know what? What does that say? Be honest. <laughs> a very literal person most of the time. I, you know, w- w- when we talked earlier, I did say that like you've crafted records that are endemic that allow people to go through a lot of m- make really tough times easier for people. So, you know, a tough time for you as much as it sucks in the moment. I don't know. Could uh, really be good for for you and for other people around you moving forward. Yeah, and sometimes I've thought. Sometimes I think that me being super honest about things is not always a good thing. And it's not, I think everything, like everything in life, it has its pros and cons. Um, but it's just who I am and I can't really change that. And that 
is why a lot of people do like me. And it's also probably why a lot of people don't like me. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, I mean, what a great reason to be hated because you're honest, like whatever. Like if there, there's a lot worse reasons to have people not like you. Yeah, definitely. I'd rather just like be true to myself and keep doing what I'm doing. And if people like me, they like me. And if they don't, they don't. And at least I'm like being me and they don't like me for who I really am and not who I'm not. That's it. But that's <laughs> all not that... a fake persona. They actually hate like me and not like something I'm just like pretending they to be. They hate my genuine They like being. really actually like hate Olivia O'Brien. <laughs> and that's cool. <laughs> He's my biggest fan. <laughs> that is so funny. I love when you laugh at my jokes, Zach. Genuinely, I mean that was really funny. I, by the way, I saw you on Christmas Day. So I saw you on oh Christmas Day. Oh my god! Day. Yes, yeah. yes, and you didn't even know it was me at first because I dyed my hair. I was at dinner with my friend Alexa, and she was like, "Hey, I think Olivia Bryan's behind you." And I'm looking. I'm like, I, I know her. Like, what the fuck? Where is she? And I'm looking. I'm looking, and I can't find you. I was literally right in front of you, I but call, turned away. I call Max, and I'm like, "Is it Olivia?" at Nobu on Christmas? And he's like, yeah, she is. I'm like, no fucking way. <laughs> Let me call her. And then we're on a three-way FaceTime. Yeah, and I hear the FaceTime behind me. I was like, and I didn't have your number saved. So, my, and Max, I was like, who is Max FaceTiming me with right now? Like, what is this FaceTime? I answer and I hear like the FaceTime behind me and I turn around and I'm like, whoa, hey. I mean, you were literally a foot away from me. I, li like, I was just facing the opposite direction, so I didn't see you at all. Like, it was my back, the back of my head was turned. It was so but embarrassing. I was, no, it was hilarious. Thanks for answering my FaceTime. we talked a little shit. Yeah, we did, we talked a little shit. It was nice shit. Oh my God, we did. We talked some shit. Oh, who'd you talk shit on? And then we made plans no to comment. talk shit. And we never did. <laughs> we never did. Oh, we gotta do that. <laughs> no comment on who we talk shit on. Ooh. Ooh, that tea's good. Um, Max, thank you so much for answering my Christmas FaceTime. Yeah. I appreciate it. I'm always okay. You have no thoughts, you you mother? I've never seen you be this quiet in it's my weird, entire right? life. I just, just wanna like I'm sorry, I just want I just feel like this do do we need to be like go for it? Yeah, or like, what do, you, like, do you need like a green light? Well no. I, I, no, now I feel like pressure to ask I questions. I have Dan speechless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did see that. Did Jocelyn comment on one of your photos? No? Did I look at the like, wrong thing? Like, are, you, are you guys friends now? A person named Jocelyn? Yeah, the person I thought was Jocelyn. Like Jocelyn, like at Jocelyn? Maybe. Yeah. Me and Jocelyn are, me, like at Jocelyn, people always respond to her comments and are like, oh, Jocelyn. Me and Jocelyn are friends. So that's not the Jocelyn. Um, I like, honestly, will never tell anyone who Jocelyn is because it like was so, it was like ended up being a misunderstanding like uh, the whole situation and like I also mm. don't want to put any like pressure on any like girl ever like the song is supposed to be about the guy um do you only find out that it was misunderstanding after the song comes out I actually don't know if it was after it came out or definitely after I wrote it um obviously but I um I don't remember I think actually it was before, right before it came out, I found out, um, I was talking to like his brother and he like told me what actually had happened and like, yeah. Imagine but getting like, that news from Jake Paul. But, yeah. The fuck? No, but I don't like, I, at the end of the day, it was so long ago. It was like, what, almost three years ago that I like first met Logan and like, I just don't, it's like not a big deal. And at people, I feel like people think when I write a song about something that it's like such a big deal and I'm so emotional about it, but my emotions like kind of lie within the song. Like when I write a song about something, it's it, over. It, that's it. It, it, it lives within the song now. Like, yeah, obviously I still felt emotional about certain things and I, I am an emotional person, but like I'm overdramatic in my songs and I'm putting everything into that so that it can live as an entity outside of myself and not have to keep it bottled up within. Like that's what I use songwriting for. Um, so yeah, it was not as dramatic as people think it is. And I don't think it ever is. It's as dramatic as I want to make it. <laughs> so, Do you have an idea of when we're getting another song? Yes, you have some loose idea. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm at some point, at some point, another song will come out before I die. <laughs> okay, sick. Probably, unless I die, like, tomorrow. Oh, jeez. Knock on wood. By the way, there's a link in the description below if... Knock on what? Knock on that log. Thank you. <laughs> that sounded so gross. 
<laughs> Knock on that log. <laughs> By the way, listen, listen to Olivia O'Brien's music. There's a link in the description below. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were going to say, by the way, this is live. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine yeah. you just got bumped. I do have a real question. Yes. Um, so after you write a song like Jocelyn, that's very specific about people and a, fa a famous person. Does that change how you write songs in terms of like making it so specific? Because you saw what came out of that. Um, I used to definitely be afraid of that. And when I first wrote Jocelyn, I didn't want to put it out because I didn't want to like put anyone on blast and like. Um, that's why I like changed the name because I like, I don't know. I just, um, it's, it's really hard to write about real things with real details, especially cause one, it's like, I don't know if people are going to relate to this cause I'm using such a specific situation. Yeah. But again, this um, goes back to you being like, you know, yeah. average I, Olivia. I found, I found that the more specific I am, the, the more relatable it is oh, yeah. somehow because it paints like this story, even if not every detail is the same obviously like i mean i'm sure some people had an actual person named jocelyn yeah. in their life whatever but the more detailed you get your the more you're painting a story and the more people like i don't know the more it like kind of touches people a little they, bit they see themselves mm -hmm. in it yeah so i've i've realized that and I, it's made me less afraid of of um you know sharing details in my songs I still do get nervous sometimes because I don't want people to know. And maybe like there's a feeling that I didn't share with that person. And then I'm writing a song that's so obviously about them. And I'm like nervous for them to hear it because then they'll know that I felt this way and that I did this or whatever. Um, so it is a little bit nerve wracking. But I think putting that song out and having it had have, have it having had the reaction that it had um, made me less afraid to do that more in the future. Definitely. Mm. Okay. You get your answer you want? It's the exact answer I wanted. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, are you still going out as much? Because I see you posted on March 23rd, I finally left my house. Thanks, Vanity Fair. Oh, I mean, I didn't go out for a while. I mean, I don't know. It's weird. Like, yeah, my ex really loved going out, and he would want to go out all the time. And every time I wouldn't go out with him, people would come up to him and be like, oh, my God, where's Olivia? Like, are you guys broken up? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, drama. I'm like, dude, I just wanted to <laughs> stay home. Like, it's a Thursday. What's what are you people doing? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. He's like one of those people that's always out and like friends with everyone. And that was just like a lot for me because I do like to go out. And I like when I like to party, I like to party and I like to have fun. But I'm not doing that all the time by any means. I don't like to like stay out all night and like do drugs. Like when I was talking about like shrooming and stuff like that's like pretty much I reserve that stuff for like Coachella. Um, but I um, yeah, I just it's not my thing. I don't I don't want to. It's There's no. There's no like reason for me to be partying. I don't want to party all the time randomly. I don't feel good the next day. I get really bad hangovers. I get anxiety and yeah. it's not good for your brain chemistry. Like it'll genuinely make you more sad afterwards. It's not my favorite thing to do. And I also, a lot of the times don't want to see all of these random people. Like what I was saying kind of about, about how I felt a little bit at Coachella. It's like, I don't want to have to like if I'm going out with like my friends, friends and we have a night and there's this party for this person and it's like a specific thing. Hell yeah. I'm going to have a great time. I don't want to just go out randomly. And I stopped doing that and tried to stop doing that. Um, and I think I'm going to continue to not do that. <laughs> healthy, healthy, <laughs> so healthy. We'll see. I just like to kind of listen to my body and listen to my mental health and what, and just do what Good. feels right to me. I don't want to ever feel pressure to go out or pressure to stay home or whatever. I rarely see you out and I probably go out way too much and I see your friends out. <laughs> yeah. I'm in Carter's TikToks. Okay. Okay. Well, Carter, like I said, Carter <laughs> is a different story because he's friends with everyone. So he's everywhere. He's everywhere doing everything all at once. It's insane. I've never seen anyone like him. It's stupid. Any who's he? Any who's he? Yeah, I'm good. You, po you positive? Yeah. Are you pussy slay? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> My pussy slays hard. Okay. Oh, God. Anyway, listen to Olivia O'Brien's music. There's a link in the description below. Uh, we appreciate you with every fiber of our being. I'm going to. You're, you're I'm looping together. Dan. You're being together. I mean, Dan wishes our <laughs> beings are one. No, I don't. I mean, after all this time, I feel like no, you I do. do anyway, uh -huh. I'll, I'll, I'll just speak for my own being. With every fiber of my being, I appreciate you, and I appreciate your honesty, and uh, yeah, your music makes me very happy. So, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Feed us with new stuff soon. I will. Olivia O'Brien, everybody. Woo!
Again. Again. This fucking bitch. She won't leave us alone. Hey, beautiful human, thank you so much for listening to our conversation with Olivia O'Brien. Listen to her music. It's anthemic, relatable, powerful. I love her. Also, please share our podcast with those you care about. Subscribe to it. Let us know who we should talk to next. We're always taking guest suggestions. So reach out at Zach Sang Show on any form of social media. And remember, you can watch this interview. There's a video version up on YouTube. Zach Sang Show, search it, please. Now, please, please, please be safe. Love your family if you can. Don't go to jail. And have a great tomorrow. I'll talk to you soon. Today's show is hosted and executive produced by Zach Sang. It was also executive produced by Michael D. Ratner, Scott Ratner, Grace Delia, Dylan Martyr, Dan Zolot, Joshua Rusak, and Olivia Rudensky. Music by James Ashuto. Senior producer, Caitlin Plummer. Associate producer, Eve Bishop. Production sound mixing on today's show was done by Alex Goins, Nico Pierce, and Joseph Hartshorn. Sound mixing was done by Daniel Chavez-Crook and Ivan Wayman. Post-production manager was Caroline Rude. Production manager was Michelle Dorostock. And our production coordinator was Bryce Herless. And that was an episode of The Zach Sang Show. Talk to you soon.